Yeah, thank you for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. Thanks to Sal Palantonio, as always. Love talking Philly with Sal and just NFL. And if they make the Super Bowl, and yeah. they all seem pretty confident. We'll talk to him the week we'll of. We'll talk to him. For sure. Sal Pal. Thank you, too. When's the last Jay- time you guys had Sal Pal on? Probably a couple years ago. No, no, no. That's not true. We had him on earlier this season. Sal? 100% correct. When? I talked to Sal Pal earlier this season. I don't remember talking to him this yeah, season. Maybe when mean, they got off to a good start. Yeah. Um, thanks to Jake Cantu and thanks to Shay Norling for uh, helping out today. Black and Abdallah were in for Greeny. Uh, so they're uh, not going to be on tonight. It's going to be Tyler, Aki, and Jeff Meller, 6 oh, to 8 after no. Waddle it done. and Sylvie. Oh, no. By the way, did I, did I see that the Bengals, that? they started as a plus 3. Now they're a minus 1.5. Minus 2.5. Oh, my God. Yeah, minus well, you two. You know what's going on there, don't you? Sharp money jumped on the dog early. Now it's as big as a balloon. And then the minute it gets to KC plus three, they're all going to jump back on. They're going to jump back in, folks. Imagine if you get three in the chair, three in the chair. Oh, 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 man. You're taking uh, the Chiefs three in the chair? Spread. That's the old double If it gets to three, I will bet the Chiefs. Yes. And I might. I might hold myself all and like grab a pillow real tight and hold myself the entire game. You'll see me like this on Sunday night. Rocking back and forth. What was that? What was that sound? Wait, I didn't see that. What were you saying? All, all, all I did was hear. I, oh, I just please, heard that. I didn't see that. Kansas City, please this find a way to cover. Please find a way to cover. This is not unhinged. That was your thumb? Please yeah. find a way to cover. Please find a way to cover. Not unhinged. That's not a thumb. I don't know if I'm going to I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through that game if I do it, mm. you know, depending on what we see from Mahomes. Is it like the old pitching coach? I mean, what's going on? Oh, like Leo, uh, Leo Mazzoni, right? Yeah, Leo Mazzoni used to rock up and back. Like, that's what you remind me of. The whole game, I'd be like, I wouldn't be able to watch. I'd be like, I don't bet big enough to really be like say, that, but I'd I mean, be on edge. If you put I'd a big enough edge. number down, I could see you that, but I'm, I don't see you sweating. I, I am sweating to the oldies. I told Yurko earlier, I am going to be very uh, judicious is maybe the word with uh, the last few games. I'm really? into some profit left, and I'm going to... You know, you still want to you want to walk away with uh, your head above water because it wasn't a great year. It's pretty good. Not great. My futures bets were what carried the day, really. Um, And I have the Eagles. Yes, I did. I had a few positions on the Eagles and they all cashed. nice. Do you have them for the Super Bowl? I do not. No, I do not. That's one bet I never did make on them. I don't know why I didn't for all the other. They were good value. You could have had them 22 to one. I think 25 to one to start the year. And for some bizarre reason, I never did. I don't know why. That's an error on my part. That goes to show you that I'm not a professional gambler. Did you have the Bengals in a future? No, I did not doesn't, have the Bengals. Doesn't Big Cat have the Bengals and, and the, the Eagles? Eagles? Yes. Oh, is it, and he's got as the Super Bowl matchup? Well, he's got he's, he's got, got the got, I think he's got the Eagles at 22 to 1 to win it all. 22 to 1. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Boy, I'd be uh I'd be maybe. And I'm happy. sure he's got a pretty good number on it. Well, too. He probably does. Yeah. He's got a good bankroll. He's yeah. got a better bankroll than mine. So, Ooh. and I had had big, a nice. Uh, win- I had some nice winnings on the Eagles. But big yeah, I'm gonna bankroll. I'm gonna go lightly. I, I I had two wagers last weekend. That's it. And I might. And he won both. I did, but still, like I'm I'm gonna just tread lightly these last few weeks, and you know, not do anything crazy. So. And I don't even Do you have a strong it. feel for where not, you're leaning. Not really. No. I t- if it, if the Chiefs get to three, I will bet. I will make that bet. Yes. And if Henny plays, cross your fingers and hope for the best. If Henny plays, they might get waxed, boys. Yurko's convinced that it's still better than a seventy percent Mahomes. Maybe you're right. That's I what we right. were debating. That's why I was trying to right. ask Waddle. Like, would you rather go down and Henny screws up or a seventy percent Mahomes screws up? 
Well, 70, I think you play seventy percent of Mahomes is no good. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I think no good. I, I, that, that's my question. Is a seventy percent Mahomes better than a seventeen year in the league? Chad Henney. Who's had 31 snaps this year. I thought 31. Though, I know he had a good drive. I, I know, know this. I know this. You can do that off the bench cold, like, right? You can, I thought they, they were having a film on him, though. That's the best part. I, I thought they were a drive or two away from maybe going back to Henny. Waddle like, and I because, were testing, like, after the first drive of the second half, we were like, how could they keep playing Mahomes? Well, the I mean, when, when you are like that, and again, it's his plant leg. It's not his, it's not his left leg. It's his right leg. You saw he was struggling to hand the ball off. So, you know, ball security was an issue. Ball sailing on him because he can't play on his leg and rip it. I thought that, you know, if if the, if he got to the point where turning it over was a real likelihood that I thought that they may go back to him, but he was able to kind of, you know, he was able to manage Figured it out. And that's the way I would look at this. If I, I'm playing Mahomes until he shows me that he's more of a risk to do something that can change the game on a negative side versus the positive side. If this is regular season, these high ankle sprains oh, would out. probably keep him out three to four weeks, right? I agree with you. Probably. I agree with you, Sylvie. There's no yeah. doubt. This is You're missing games with that well, injury. Well, I mean, I, if I'm Kansas City and you've got to take a legitimate look at this, if he can't go, he can't go, and then you're preparing him for the Super Bowl. you got two weeks until the Super mm. Bowl. You look at your team and say, gentlemen, we've got a tremendous team. We've had a great team all year. We've got to go with Chad. This the, is the way it is. The thing that makes him so much more difficult, I mean, he's the best player in the league, but his ability to escape and make plays off schedule, if that's not there, right. and you've got a defense like the Bengals that can play the game that way, you just wonder if you know the first half starts and he becomes a liability, what they'll do. I know, listen, I get it. I'd rather go down with, with a, a 70%. I get that concept, but if it's he becomes... A question, yeah. I think, I, it's a, I think it's a legitimate question. I don't think that there is some definite hardcore answer. I think you've got to watch and see what he does. If, again, if he starts trying to plant on that leg and everything's soaring Sorry. on him, and you know, he throws a couple of picks on, you know, just, just plays that and, you and, think and, that shouldn't be picks. And just... Uh... How he plays, knowing that he's, you know, he's naturally going to try to favor and protect that ankle. Yeah, I mean, it's just human. You can't like, you can't totally tune that out, right? Like, there's got to be that ro- thing rolling around in the back of his mind his whole game. You've got Anna Rumo, who's just a badass play caller on defense. You may yeah. want to introduce him to Tony Romo. I think Tony knew who he was. Did he the, not know the Bengals was? defense coordinator? Why? What did he say? I don't, I don't think know. there was. There were a couple of times when his name could have been used in the broadcast, and I don't think he referenced. He's him. really good. He's, he's oh, very. Yeah. I mean, like he's, he's really that defense good. Defense like, stock is soaring. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and so you add all that up, and oh, I wish they were healthy because it'd be so much more fun. But it, it's just it's an impossibility on with an injury like that in a, in a week's time. I don't care how young and healthy you are. It's just not. Well, I mean, listen. You come back from in a week. A health with a healthy Patrick Mahomes. I'm not so sure. I'm not taking the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? With a healthy Mahomes. Well, the, and the I mean, the Bengals. The Bengals. Have, yeah, the Bengals just don't care. Yeah, they're like they're just, not intimidated. Boy, they the went Bengals, to Kansas City last wow. year and beat them. Can you believe we're saying this about the Bengals, you guys? I this know. is the well, Cincinnati it give us Bengals. It, like again, I heard a Bengals fan call cap and hoodie and say, "Our owner was the most clueless of the clue." Clueless. Right. Like, w- very similar to the McCaskey family. Uh, uh, again, the Hallis family and the Brown family, 
very similar. Those are the guys who invented the sport of football, right? Mom and pop, though, right? Right, yeah, right. right. The Browns and the, and the Hallises. Yeah. These are the guys who, back in the day, came up with a league. But they, then, they met in Decatur. But then the, the offspring... <laughs> Well, not so the, good. Uh, you've got a hundred years of change that's happened, yeah. and the not offspring so good. hasn't been so right. good. Not yeah. so good. Mike Generations Brown removed. And Paul Brown and uh, that's true. Michael McCaskey, and then George McCaskey, ain't George Hallis. No, and and mm. so, but but they have found a way. Mike Brown has stumbled into something brilliant, unbelievable. Can now the Bears have the Bears stumbled into something brilliant? With now Kevin Warren and can Ryan Poles. Well, I, think it starts, the roster I think it starts. I think he's but something special. Right. What, what the Bengals Ooh. have stumbled Ooh. into, well, first and foremost, Burrow. is Joe Burrow. Yeah. And they've got T. Jamar Chase. But you got to have Taylor. But you got to have Burrow. You got to have Burrow. I mean, he's amazing, and uh, it's like that's what I hope they stumbled into. You four know? eleven and one, two years. I, I laid out. I don't know if you saw the graphic. I laid out for Waddle in the twenty twenty season. Did you see this? All the records of these teams. Well, the Eagles were four eleven and one. The Eagles were four and eleven and one. The Jaguars were one and fifteen. The Jaguars were one and fifteen. The Bengals were four eleven and one. That's right. The Giants, I think, were six and ten. It's a good the call. The Cowboys were six and ten. Yes, they were in the truncated season. You're right. Or not the truncated, but the COVID, COVID season. season. COVID season. You're right. Yeah. Look, you know? there were people talking yeah, about, right, about Zach Taylor being oh, one yeah. and done. Oh, yeah. In that first year. And there were reasons for it. Like the Niners had a down year. They were injured off of their Super Bowl appearance. But they were a, a really bad team that year, too. The Jets, who almost made the playoffs, were a two-win team. Like So the Jaguars and the Jets were one in a two-win season. One team made it to the second round of the playoffs. The other team made it to the last week of the season playing for a playoff berth. And if the other one didn't have Zach Wilson as their quarterback for a number of games, they might have made the probably yeah. make the playoffs for Craig. So th- that's those are your yeah. those are your teams that wow. you're looking at, hey, can we do it in a year? And think about the Jaguars. The Jaguars really took a step back in twenty twenty one with with one of the worst coaches ever Awful. hired. Awful. That was they that were was, smart to uh, move off of that as quickly as they did because that would have been a recipe for disaster. He helped them though. He helped them. Yeah, he went and did some silly well, stuff. Well, no, that, after that, a game I, I, I see what you're saying. I guess I guess I see he made what you're it saying. obvious is yeah. what you're saying. All right, I mean, that's you start, fair. You putting your hands on you know. That's fair. I guess you're that. right. He, he made it them. so obvious. Yeah. That I guess you're right. You're no choice. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. I, I, I he I made it a no brainer. I forgot about that. That's fair. I mean, geez, how you even hire the guy in the first place? I mean, I said it then. I'm like, this ain't going to end well. He might not make the year, and he did not. What are you watching? You watching horse racing? Who you got? You got a, you got a horse? Who you got? Oh, I just hit the double did you? at Mohan Valley. Why yeah. are you telling us? Why are you sharing the wealth over here? Did you hit the double? I hit the double, and the favorite finished in second, which we're is the talking, best part. We're talking gambling. I had a 14 to 1 shot. Look at him. Selfish. The five. That's what we're talking about. Why are you not sharing the wealth? I thought you said you were playing the seven. What value? Well, the five, the seven finish in second. Aye. I played the seven all, all seven, one dollar exacta. Yeah. <laughs> Explain what that means. Seven all. The five went off at 19 to one. What? What are you going to put? What's That's the pay? I'll tell you. Are you buying lunch tomorrow? What do you mean lunch tomorrow? You guys lucky you get a Bari, dime Bari out of sandwiches. Come on. Like it's going to be a nice hit. Sandwiches. For you guys. You guys get zero. You get what the little boys shot at. What, Nothing. How, did, how did you get to what? No, I went and I took the favorite and I just did the favorite all in all with the favorite. So if he finishes in first or second, I'm going to collect. 
Sometimes you collect a lot. Sometimes you don't collect so, so you much. Need, you need a bomber, not I a bomber, need, but you I need, need like that long I'm, shot that, in the that top 19 two. Nineteen to one came in. That helps. Well, he's not nineteen to one. A little oh, bit less than that. Oh. But he's the fifth, fifth. Uh, well, so that's good. Fifth favorite. Fifth favorite this morning. Yeah. So <laughs> still pretty good. Hey, I don't care. I won. Who cares? How to, oh. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Just adding to the pool. I'm adding to the pool. That's what I'm Your doing. Your bankroll. Your bankroll just grew. All my bankroll does is go up, up, up. Value-added employee right, right here. More value-added. Yeah. I'm actually gaming on, on on the air. Is there a story to be broken this week? Uh, I don't well, know. You got be. the Clevenger thing no, that's listen, happening. Maybe I'm, Yurko's going to find out some right details. I'm angling right really? now You're... for some Kansas City stuff. Right? Oh, yeah? Well, I'm angling to see how bad it is. Okay. I got some calls into some uh, medical people out there that I know. All right. Billy Moss, one of my contacts. Dr. Rosenpenis? Billy Moss, one of my former teammates. <laughs> Dr. Rosen, Rosen? No, Dr. Rosen, Rosen. Dr. Rosen, Rosen. Yeah. Dr. Rosen, Rosen. It's me, Dr. Yeah. Rosenpenis. Dr. Babar. Rosen, Rosen. One beer, two. <laughs> Babar. Babar. Yeah. <laughs> Will you, could you perhaps break the news on the Hall of Fame class tonight? <laughs> that would be no, awesome. that's not my if area of expertise. It would be awesome. Yeah. Somehow. I'm not, I'll uh, let the sleep in. What a Nobody has been elected yeah. into baseball. What, what a Hall big pile that is every the, year. Yeah, every the, year is such a pile. I'll let the it's same unreal. baseball writers that were sleeping with, during the steroid era uh, induct who they want to induct. It's, it's amazing. It's a pile. I mean, it's just a big steaming pile. You're going to roll out potentially. Fred McGriff and Fred Scott McGriff only. Well, Scott Rowland should be in. I mean, at least Scott oh, Rowland. He, he, isn't he the poster child of the Hall of Very Good? I, I disagree. Oh, I, disagree. Really? I think Scott Rowland was a Hall Carmen of Very has looked at his numbers. Oh, he was a prolific. There's two guys. I've looked at Manny player. Ramirez's numbers oh, and he well, belongs in. Of yes. course. That's not true. I've looked at Barry yeah. Bonds. I've looked at A Rod's numbers. He belongs in. I don't in. mean to compare Rowland to that. But Rowland, I think, has a Hall of Fame resume. He's probably the, one of the three best defensive third basemen I've ever seen in our lifetime he was a prolific offensive player for a decade uh i think roland should be in but no he doesn't compare to uh, alex rodriguez or manny ramirez of course not that but that's the lunacy that's of all this it's all insane it's just, just tell again tell the story tell the story that they played in the they steroid era always had accusations for cheating let's put it on the plaque Put it on the plaque. Put it on the board. Yeah. 316 home runs. Yeah, As a third baseman, where would that rank him in the history oh, of third baseman? I don't baseman? know. I mean, it, it, I, I'm not sure. Off the where top is, of my head, what's, I don't know. What, what metric would do you use well, most? I, I gave Yurko his 10-year tenure, tenure run. And I always kind of look at, like, look at the, their best 10-year yeah. sample. 10 consecutive years. He won seven gold gloves. He had uh, nearly 50 wins above replacement. He had a 131 OPS plus and, and an OPS over 900. Uh, so those are yeah. those are big yeah. time numbers. I mean, it's great, not great defensive player. Where he was unbelievable. Wasn't he hurt a bunch? Not no. really. I mean, he had a couple years in there where he was, but not really. From Indiana? Is he from uh, somewhere know. in Indi- Evansville, there you Indiana? Go. Good call, Sylvie. Played with Excellent the uh, call. played for the Red Legs and, at the end of yes, his he career. Did. And, and, and like Rhino's turned into Joe Morgan. I know. I, I heard you. And I love Rhino. I do too. And and like, like, he has. His thing against uh, Sosa uh, and him whispering in Tom Ricketts' ear on Sammy and, and locally. on the, like I, I'm very passionate about this and, and about what they're doing. Like Mark, I, Mark Grace should be in the Cubs Hall of Fame. Sure, I get it. I get that. Mark Grace was in Tent City in Arizona for DUIs, multiple DUIs. Yeah. You want to start talking but about you did it the right way, Sylvie. You know, you want to start talking about moral high ground and where you're standing. 
And I'm not, I'm not saying that Mark Grace shouldn't be in. Mark Grace had the most hits in the 90s for the National League. I loved Mark Grace as a baseball player. But you want to start stepping out on morality. Mark Grace was in intense city because he could not stop putting the, the car keys in the, in the car. Crazy. After drinking multiple times. Uh, and, but, and, but yet he, he's there and Sammy's not. You want to wanna talk about Tom Ricketts' dad and the oh. emails and the things that he said about people? Has he apologized to anybody? No, and he never Has will. Has he apologized to anybody? But Sammy Sosa needs to apologize? And it's, he can't come back to Wrigley Field? All he I, did I, was sell tickets. All he did was have fans of the 90s come out to Wrigley Field and bow down to him. It's all, all he did. Major League Generation Baseball benefited from him. But the, he's not allowed in the building. But now all of a sudden Tom is standing on his... Uh, high ground of morality that that Sammy's got to do something. To, he owes something to people. It's ridiculous. It, it, it is. It's a bizarre stance. It's always been, and it's only grown more bizarre. Like Ricketts can't even answer the question anymore. He's like, what, what is? Is there something? Is there something? Is there something extra there that I we don't just know. don't know? But but I'm gonna. It's so hypocritical. Statue. It's so of course it's it is. so hypocritical. What the governor is doing in the state of Nebraska, talk yeah. about, like, yeah. I, and I'm not political, but, like, let's not get on the ground of morality yeah. and ethics about what Sammy did or did not do or what he apologized for or what he didn't apologize for. And now all of a sudden, like, you're, you're, you're doing this. And, and let's, let's talk about the Ricketts family. Yeah, well, he doesn't Let, want you doing that too much. Let's talk about that. He doesn't want you doing that. And who that. needs to apologize? Let's get in the line about who needs to apologize. Amen. I mean, I, I guess their rationalization would be, well, that doesn't affect the way the baseball is actually played or the way the game is actually played. Flimsy it's to me. It's how you got your it's money flimsy. to buy the team that you own. It's from the father who who had these things written about people. I know. Racist things about people. Awful. If I'm Sammy Sosa. I go. I come by one time, get my ticket, and go in the right field bleachers, take the shirt off, and just sit there, sit there and relax and chill. Order yourself. Why does he have to take his shirt off? Why not? That's what people in right field do. Well, maybe he's not, not in the shape that he used that. to be. I did that, that and Carmen ripped me yeah. for taking yeah. my shirt off. Put your shirt on. Shirt off. I took my shirt off. I had jeans on. I took my shirt yeah. off. I was getting some sun. Jeans. Carmen ripped me. Shirt off. Either way, <laughs> the point is he should go there. And just relax. Do it on his own. A baseball game. Do it by himself. Yeah. No compliments. None of this. Just sit there. You yeah, can try to ignore him, but they won't ignore look, him. And you could, if you don't like Sammy, you could boo him. You could ignore him. You can do what you yeah, want. Sure. But let the people who enjoyed him and enjoyed his 600 home runs, five whatever, in a Cubs uniform, cheer for him. Because you know what? He, he did a lot for Cubs fans like me. And, and I get it. I ripped him for corking his bat. I ripped him for leaving the park early. He admit, he made mistakes like every other damn player who played for the Chicago Cubs and every other every other team in this city and for sports teams across the United States. He they also made, made six hundred home runs. Yes, you know, and, he, and like Sylvie said, he parked asses in those course. seats for a decade. Major League <laughs> Baseball made millions off but, of that home he, run chase. All of a sudden, like baseball, whether it's locally or with this Hall of Fame, we are now all of a sudden. Ethics and morality. Like, this is now where all of a sudden you've got to be. Like, 
<laughs> I, I was reading about like yeah, well, Carlos Beltran's not going to pure. Is, you got to be this super pure, pure person. Car- Carlos Beltran's going to be hurt by the Astros thing. I'm like in his lat when he was 40 in his last season. Like Carlos, now it's not but just listen, steroids, but it's Carlos s- Beltran's going to be hurt by. Do you think Carlos Beltran's the only player that's ever attempted to get an advantage in a baseball game? How like how sanctimony attached like, to baseball? Honestly, like, how why? lame can you be? I don't know. I have no I, idea. It's meantime the it's NFL crazy. is the NFL is still like uh, Lawrence Taylor is still but walking around in that yellow jacket. I mean, and it's mind that he's done. They're still parading him around I, I, for functions. It, it really like it's it's. I don't understand the st- the, the the position at all. Well, you, Carlos Beltran can't be in because of. <laughs> you think you think the NFL is going to hold what? Bill Belichick out of the Hall of Fame? Of course not. No, for all that cheating. Well, Belichick cheated, so you know. gamesmanship. Tom Brady was deflating footballs. Gamesmanship, so like baseball, really has to get over it, man. It, High you, horse. Like, how they pretend? That's the problem. They pretend. Pretend you get over it. You know what they're uh, pretending? They're pretending like they're holier than thou. You know how it works. So stupid. I just don't know why the, the the a lot of the people that are responsible for voting I just st- don't acknowledge it for what it is. Yes. Yeah. They, and they were all there. The Paul Sullivans of the world, and I like Paul. Sleeping they were at the all switch. there. They were sleeping. They at were the all switch. making money covering the great home run trace of '98. Sure. They were all. No one asked Sammy these questions. They're all they, slapping They were asking Keisters. McGuire about creatine back then, remember? What's that jar of creatine you got in your locker? I don't oh, know. It made me crazy. sweat when I yeah. took it. <laughs> I was always sweating. I, I, I tried quick. to take Yeah, I tried to take it. I was like, quick. I can't do this. Creatine monohydrate? What else did we take back, back in the, the day? day. What was the other like, stuff? Androstein dial. Androstein. No, we didn't do that. That's what it was. Androstein dial. That's what McGuire had. That's what he was He's taking the cream and the cream and the clear. That was Bob. That was terrible. Cream and the clear. No, what did we take that came in? We took creatine. We took L-arginine. We took L-arcetine. Take l Amino acids and creatine There was something in a white container, and I forget what it was called. You know, Zetterman, the armchair nutritionist convinced me. I do take five grams of creatine every day. He said it. At yeah. our age, which not bull. we were trying to do stuff. That was uh, as he close said to you should take. Yeah. I take five grams every day. We were trying to do stuff that was close to steroids without as we possibly steroids. could. Yes, yeah, yeah. You guys, of course, creatine's not like. Well, we were testing. I mean, early on, we were testing. Right, I'm trying to think yeah. what it is. Uh, what metrics was it? Metrics. metrics. We were taking? Yeah. metrics. Yeah. That's the other one. Metrics. Yeah. yeah. There we, were kids, we were just peeing or sweating out. North yeah. who were. I, I like our, our team barely yeah. won any game. Better there were kids in my school taking yeah. steroids. I just kept sweating and having to take a leak. Like it didn't. I wasn't getting any stronger. No. 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 Is your body whatever it needs? It, it gets from and then. Now you take a dump like you take a leak. No <laughs> question. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> All right, what's up on the show today? You know, not unhinged. Guess who's uh, guess who's uh, joining the show? Only the Lord. Super Super Bowl uh, announcer Greg Olson. Love it. Greg Olson is joining the show today at three o'clock. What a story for Greg Olson. He's He's got the NFC Championship game, and then he's got the Super Bowl in two weeks. Barstool Big Cat at four o'clock. We'll start off. How about the uh, difference between Field Yates, a friend of the show, and a friend of the show, Robert Mays? Their difference of opinions. We played the Mays stuff from like November, too, because I thought it was interesting. You're going out of stump on Aaron. He broke no, it down we, in a we, way we, that we I think look, that we, we, we always understand. say, like, okay, the devil's in the details. We right. couldn't understand it. We kept looking at this dead cap number of 99 million. We're like, there's no way the Packers can trade him. You can't take 99 million of 
dead cap money for one player. But then Mays' explanation to $40 million. was interesting in the first time we went, oh, so maybe he can be Yeah, traded. he's been saying that for a while. Yeah. yeah. So, um, But they have differences on Justin Fields. Oh. And, and these are the last two shows we did. One is very, very, very optimistic about his future. One has more questions than the yeah. other. We'll play you the difference right. between the two coming up next. A lot of good football sound that we have. Um, and we'll get into uh, some of the Bulls stuff, too. What are, what the hell are they going to do? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, we didn't really like, touch on it much yeah, today. I'm sure we tonight. will. When they scored seven, was it 17 dogs. points last night in the first quarter? I was yeah. absolutely on the edge of my seat. And then they scored 40, 40 in, the in the second, second quarter. That's yes. basically them in a nutshell. Yes. That's the, yeah, the 2023 we, Chicago yeah, Bulls. The, the deadline will be here, and before you know it, we're going to have to address some of that. But, like, yeah. That, Feb 9? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's coming, coming up in up. a couple weeks. It's soon. So uh, we'll take your calls, 312-332-3776, if you want to react oh. to the baseball stuff we talked about. Football, Bears, NFL. <laughs> Greg All Olson right. in a half hour We're from right now. Spot. Yes! Waddle and Sylvie are next. We'll see you tomorrow. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Hey, Vic, what's up? Hey, guys, good morning. So, Cap, oh. I want to circle back to the coffee thing from this morning. You yeah. know, I got to say, you sounded like a whiny little bitch. How about that from this morning, Waddle? Wow. That's a word that he used recently, right? Called the Bulls that recently, didn't didn't he? That was that... What, who who was the one that called That's Vicky? Who Vicky, calls so quite maybe, a bit. maybe Vicky was using the term because he used the term and was basically saying, "Hey, you called the Bulls that. You you acted like that." They had a whole thing with coffee this morning where Cap's coffee was was sipped by Shay on accident, and then he wanted a whole new cup of coffee, and then Why? and then he was bitching about it. And have you never ha- like accidentally? Drank out of someone else's cup. I think Yurko usually does on purpose. Drink out of your cups, yes. And, and you just continue to. Well, what am I going to do? Drink out of. I do. You know I, what? I live right. I hope that my my immune system is still pumping the way it should. I don't get shocked often, but although when, I can't, this little thing on my shin, I can't get it to heal. Do you think that's because of Yurko? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe, Maybe Yurko yeah, got infected. some sort of infection. Yeah. Well, I just picked the scab right here, so it's done. <laughs> it's done. Um, but we'll, 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 don't don't, don't put the scab on the table. That's gross. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought we were supposed to share. Isn't that what Danny said? This is the share bucket? Isn't this the sharing bucket? I don't think we have a share bucket. What is his bucket? What are his buckets? Personal? Bears, personal well, entertainment? This is, my, this is my scab. Edgy. It goes this in is my, edgy. This goes edgy. in my edgy, edgy bucket. Edgy this bucket. is yeah. scab. You know what? Why don't you this take that upstairs and drop was, it? This drop this, it in his edgy bucket for him. This is a scab that was on my my shin. This is another, another example of how you we're full. It? No, thank you. Uh, of how we're fully back here. Really? I'll, I'll put it in my hand. Like, again, like, like Friday we were playing the game, or you guys were playing the game of throwing your dirty napkin into someone else's beer. And then if you got it into their you beer, had you would have to chug it. Of, like, that we're fully back. That was, that was filthy because those napkins, as we were throwing them, were constantly touching the ground. I know. And I'm we, shocked we said, to see Danny Would Lynch we ever here. shake hands again? Would we ever hug again? Now we're passing scabs I, all I, with I, each other. I think that, that when that came to be, you and I 
pretty quickly said that's silly. Yeah, I, that's stupid. I know, but we there will cool. be some hugging and there will be some we're human beings. But we're stuck in the moment now. Right. Back then. Yes. Like I think we're stuck in the moment no, now. We never ever but get we were pretty sure ever gonna we would shake, shake hands. hands again. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, so we'll play you the uh, Field Yates and um, Robert May stuff here in a minute. Greg Olson's going to join us at 3 o'clock. Uh, what a success story, too. Like, Greg Olson, um, we always felt was uh, prematurely traded. That was the last time we had him on. Remember that? In the beginning of the year where Mike Martz uh, was... Yes. We, we, first, we had, like, this Mike Martz um, taken out of context soundbite. Yeah. We were... People thought he was criticizing Justin Fields, but it was taken which out of context. No, which is a no-no in this town. But it, he was criticizing Trey Lance, yes. not Justin Fields. We had him on to clarify that. And then in that same interview, we had him set the record straight about Greg Olson. And he claimed it wasn't because of him that Greg Olson was traded. Right. It was Jerry Angelo. That is correct. And then we and then Greg Olson heard about it and wanted to come on and react. And we were years later talking about that was the last time we talked. It was a to fun Olsen. conversation. Though. It was. And now Olson is three weeks, a little less than three weeks away from calling his first Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I thought he was fabulous this weekend. You know me. Like everyone consumes games differently. Some people really intently listen to the broadcast. Some don't. I'm right in the middle. Normally, I'm not moved either way by it. I, but, but I'm just looking for a smooth presentation most of the times. And insight, of course. And I think that I think Greg's, I think Greg's best in the business right now. I like Troy Aikman as well. Um, no game is, is either thoroughly enhanced or destroyed, in my opinion, based on a broadcaster. But in Greg's role, I think Greg does it as well or better than anybody in the game. And he's only been doing this what two years? Yeah, I think he makes it. I think he he helps the general fan who may not know everything about the game. Yes, I think he still makes it enjoyable for the football fan who knows a ton about the game. Yes, and he doesn't get in the way like talking too much either. Do you know what I mean? Like totally, yeah. you could over talk I, and, I think and that he's 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 just got the right amount of stuff. I think the highlight to me was on that game in terms of educating fans. At the end of that 49er Dallas game, there was a play where Dallas Schultz, not the one where he stepped out of bounds, but the one where he caught the pass and was going backwards. And he was knocked out of bounds. And Greg was quick to explain, look, the clock won't stop there because he's moving backwards. Had he been moving forward and goes out of bounds inside five minutes, they stopped the clock. He was quick to describe to the audience exactly why the clock didn't stop. Yes, yes. So uh, Greg Olson coming up. Jesse's also chasing the White Sox story, which is what, Waddle, what can you tell people as we just come on the air regarding... Um the the picture that Mike Clevenger, Mike Clevenger. I believe yes. that there is a a domestic violence issue yeah. that has is being currently being investigated, and uh, Jesse's on the story right now. And he will join us later in the show. We've got him scheduled for about five ten as he continues to gather information, and he will tell us everything he finds out here in the next uh, couple of hours. By the way, Jesse also has an all or a Hall of Fame ballot, doesn't he? Yeah, he had one sent it in, obviously. Right. He will, and there may not be anyone elected. We'll see tonight. That's when that comes out. And it's just exactly what this sport needs to sell the sport more is that, hey, no one gets in. I'd like to know who's Only on Jesse's baseball. ballot. Is he not allowed to tell us? No, he could tell us. Oh, I think he could tell well, us. Then we're going to ask yeah, him. Oh, yeah. 
He's going to have to be 100% honest they, with remember, us. Remember, these guys can vote for 10 guys, I believe it yeah. is. And no one will get 75%? Dave in Indiana, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dave? Not much. What's going on, guys? Dave. You tell us. Well, I'm uh, chiming in about the uh, Major League Baseball stuff with uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, you know? And Bonds just, just, and Clemens and all like yeah, A Rod yeah. and well, and everybody. Yeah, this is this is right after the uh, strike took effect, and Major League Baseball was at a a, a low for uh, audience, you mm-hmm. know, for for people showing up at their games, and uh, you know th- they had to know everybody knows these guys are turning into giants, and in, in you know after a year, you know. And Major League Baseball had to know what was going on, but it was such a big draw, and they made millions and millions of, of dollars off these guys. You know, okay, they did you a favor. They worked their butts off for you, whether they were on steroids or not, which you know which they knew about. You know, send the guys to the Hall of Fame. They all need it, you know? Amen. They, they, Amen. Tell you the know, story. I mean, that was, As Sylvia has yeah. always said, tell the story. Yeah. And look, look, I, they, yeah. they all knew, Dave. I was co- I covered the great home run chase. I was working for GN at the time, which had the Cubs rights. Cap was m- doing most of the pre- and post-game shows then. Sure, uh, I yeah. was I was in St. Louis um, with Pat and Ron Santo in the booth, and I got to do the pre- and post-game shows for those two days, and I did a lot of the other pre- and post-game shows. Um, and and it, it was absolutely electric. Tony Larusa managed. Tony Larusa managed some of the biggest steroid guys in the history of the game. He managed Canseco yes. and McGuire. He managed yep. McGuire in a couple different spots in Oakland yep. and in St. Louis. Dusty yep. had uh, Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa. All these guys yep. who are smart baseball men had them at the time. Bud Selig knew. He presided over this yes. as he was commissioner. They yep. all knew. They all collected their money. And now they run around. And now they all they all act and take the moral high ground. It's it's ridiculous. And um, it, it's, it's quite I, frankly stupid. And they need to tell the story. Sylvie, I agree 100%. I mean, Major League Baseball made so much money off these guys, and, and these guys are the ones that are damaged from it. It's not Major League Baseball. It's these guys. Sure. Whether it's their body, whether it's their, their mental uh, fitness right now because they did all this to bring back the game, and, and now their bodies could be paying for it. You know, Major League Baseball owes it to these guys to put them in the Hall of Fame. I mean, because, just because of the money, the, the draw, you know. The simple the way people. to describe it, Dave, is, is the players took a shot in the ass. It gave the game a shot in the arm. Yes. that's. Did you just come up with that now? I just or has made that, been that up. Said? No, yeah. I just made that up. But that's the reality, right? Do you remember Ken Caminiti? Sure. He's, He's not longer with Padres, us. He's been gone it? for quite some time. He's been gone for a long time. Do you remember at the time... The outrage when Ken Caminiti did an interview. I believe he said sixty percent of the players yeah. were 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 doing steroids. And then they try to shame him. Yes. Yeah. He was he was probably right. No Not question. Sixty percent. It was probably half. It was sort of like originally when Allen Iverson talked about how many people were were smoking weed years ago sure. in the NBA. And we know now like how 
how like normal that is. Well, like, and, and listen, it, it, the steroid issue wasn't just about you know big giant home run hitters building themselves up into these incredible superheroes and just hitting five hundred foot home runs. The the biggest, I believe, benefit you get from steroids in a lot of ways isn't just the overall strength; it's the recovery it's time the recovery, is shortened. Right. So if you're a, a if you're a relief pitcher. And you're being asked to take the baseball. A closer. A closer. Every and you're day. You're asked to take the baseball every day. That's a what's load the management. Best way? Yes. What's the best way to recover? Yes. So, so my point is when I bring up Ken, Ken Caminiti, is there are hundreds of baseball players who played with Bonds and Clemens and McGuire and Palmero and all these other players that we don't know about in that era yeah. who were doing steroids. NHGH that aren't shamed, but no. we're doing they it. They just didn't get caught. And, and they didn't, and they we didn't just, get caught. They, we didn't yeah. know. Yeah. They, that was the steroid era for a reason. So just like tell the damn story yes. and say Barry Bonds hit 700 bling bling home runs and steroid uh, accusations followed him ever since he left the Pittsburgh Pirates and. And for the rest remainder of his career, no, nobody like, that I know well, is looking. You want to phrase nobody it. that I I know is looking to sweep any of this under the rug. No, I think Tell everyone the story. Yeah, I just think it's silly not to acknowledge yeah. it. And I got to be honest with you. I said this upstairs. I'm surprised, quite frankly. Like over the course of time, everyone becomes numb to certain things. Even if you take a hard line against these guys, time usually heals. In some ways, or at least it kind of lowers the temperature of the room. And it's still as hot as ever when it comes to whether or not these guys deserve to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do believe the White Sox have issued a statement uh, regarding Mike Clevenger. I want to read that to you when we come back. Um, there's a, a pretty big story involving. This has been um, one of the bigger signings that the White Sox had. They, you know, they had two big signings this offseason. Clevenger's one of them, and uh, now there's a big story involving Mike Clevenger. We will read you what they have released. It's coming up next. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. All right, so uh, there's an article on The Athletic regarding the accusations made with Mike Clevenger and the open investigation that MLB has regarding domestic violence with uh, Mike Clevenger. Mike Clevenger was one of the players the White Sox signed in the offseason. Um, the White Sox have issued a statement with MLB. Um, here is the statement. It says Major League Baseball and the Chicago White Sox Take any and all allegations very seriously, and the White Sox are completely supportive of the joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy shared by MLB and the MLBPA. MLB opened an investigation after learning of these allegations. The White Sox were not aware of the allegations or the investigation at the time of his signing. The White Sox will refrain from comment till MLB's investigative process has reached its conclusion. Let me read you some of the details from the athletic story 
that came out on their website. Olivia Feinstead is a 24-year-old mother of Clevenger's child. She told The Athletic on Tuesday that she has been in contact with individuals from MLB's Department of Investigations since this past summer. According to Feinstead, she has detailed to those investigators incidents of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse, including an incident from last June in which Feinstead said Clevenger choked her and another about two weeks later when she said Clevenger slapped her in a hotel room when the team was playing the Dodgers and threw used chewing tobacco on their child. A source familiar with MLB's investigation process confirmed there is an open investigation on Clevenger. The source added that the White Sox became aware of the allegations after he was signed, as they said in the, in, in the statement. Now, what I don't understand is MLB does say in this that, and, and the agent confirms, I believe, that the, the investigation has been open since last summer. I what, don't, is, what is their obligation to all 30 Major League Baseball teams in terms of allowing them to know that an open investigation is going on about one of the players, especially one that may be... A free agent. free agent. I don't understand that. If there is an open investigation about that, whether the allegations are true or not, everyone deserves their opportunity to defend themselves. Right. Um, but if there is an open investigation, aren't other teams, shouldn't other teams be notified about that? I, would, I don't know what Major League Baseball's policy is that as soon as – I don't know if it's the obligation of the league to actually inform – all of the teams in the league, what's going on? I have no idea. I don't know what the I wouldn't procedure be, is. I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that's collectively bargained right. amongst the players' union. I'm sure Because, to your point, you know, it, you could hurt the negotiating position of a player if there are allegations about them that haven't been any conclusion reached on. Right. Now, and that's not to be callous. We're just speaking in, you know, general terms. Like, yes, if, if there's an open investigation and for whatever reasons with player A... And those allegations turn out to be false allegations. If, in fact, the investigation is made, you know, is, is, is the other teams in the league are being told about the allegation, does it affect that player's ability to negotiate a contract? You know, you know what I'm saying? If he is guilty of these things, if. Right. It, are the White Sox able to void the contract? That's Because a good it question. happened before. Not and, sure. and it's for cause. Yeah. I, that I don't know either. I don't, I don't know what the specific rules are, but I think, Jeff, you're 100% right. I mean, all of these things are, are collectively bargained by the, by the league and the, the players. I mean, this is part of their collective bargaining agreement for sure, how they handle these things. I think, yes, I think the, the point going forward now is, is that, you know, and the White Sox, when the, when the investigation is complete and some sort of decision comes to be, uh, I think at that point the White Sox have a, a decision to make. You know, so we'll see. I mean, if they find that these allegations I mean, are valid, it, it, I don't know how he I, remains I, a member of the White Sox. I, I, knowing the White Sox, if they did know, I, I couldn't imagine that this is a player that they would want Agreed. To, to to sign. Right. So, like, that, like... I'm not going to sit here and pound the table and say, I don't know what the White Sox, they didn't do their due diligence. If they weren't aware of the fact that Major League Baseball was investigating 
this situation. I can't, you know, come out and start drilling them without knowing what they know. So I think the best thing to do is to sit and let let this thing happen and see yeah. where it goes. And, and, and maybe Jesse's got that information. Yeah. Are these things that MLB teams should know? Is this are these some of the things that MLB teams should have uh, background checks on? Like, are these the types of things before you do pay someone what they pay them? Twelve million. Is that so. what the contract was? Like again, or and again, why doesn't MLB? If if MLB opens up an investigation, shouldn't they alert teams when it, uh, players, especially a free agent? If hey, everyone, like, there's a red flag on someone right now. We well, don't know what's true, what's not true. Just know that there's a working investigation on this player. But I'm wondering what the, the players' association how they would respond right, to right. that. Like I would think that their their like if there's pushback a would be that hey, listen. Before knowing the validity of these allegations, and I'm not speaking specifically to Clevenger, I'm just saying in general terms, that may harm that player's ability to negotiate a free agent contract, not knowing exactly the the veracity and the accuracy of the the comments, yeah, or the 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 claims. So I listen. I'm a few credits shy of my legal degree, right? Right. But I, know. I, I don't know, but I am in agreement with Meller. I think whatever the policy is, it was collectively bargained. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We talked to uh, a, a great friend of the show, Greg Olson. He's got the call of the NFC Championship game on Fox, and then he will broadcast his first Super Bowl. He's played in a Super Bowl. Now he gets to broadcast a Super Bowl. What's the biggest difference? He knows no matter what happens in the NFC Championship game that he does move on to Arizona and he gets to broadcast the Super Bowl no matter what. So we will talk to him about that coming up next.